Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, Vikings Ventline, happy Memorial Day weekend to you. Figured uh, we'd still give you a Vikings Ventline episode, obviously, as we do every Sunday right here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Vikings Ventline, it is your show here on Purple Daily where we want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Uh, if anyone wants to come on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, shoot me a note. It's Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. Simple enough. Shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com if you want to come in on a future episode. Uh, these posts every Sunday on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and on the Purple Daily podcast feed. Please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Score North app, however you listen. We appreciate you. Uh, we're going to talk to my guys Sam and Bo here in just a little bit. We're going to talk some off-season. We're going to talk some assortment of uh, topics here on Vikings Ventline as we usually do. Uh, by the way, Ventline powered by our friends at Dennis Kirk and DennisKirk.com. Motorcycle parts, accessories, it's finally riding season, so get out there and enjoy yourself with some nice Dennis Kirk accessories to make your riding season that much better. And of course, Aquaside. It's Memorial Day weekend, so with your uh, toes in the water, maybe tuning up Vikings Ventline, you see any lake weed or algae in that lake home or lake pond you got there, Go hit up my friends Aquaside. They'll help you take care of that lake weed analogy. That's Aquaside.com, Aquaside.com to go learn more about that. All right, let's get uh, my guys in here. Let's get Sam in here. Let's get Bo. Sam, he's making his return to Vikings Vent Line. He's got his Judd Zolgad hello on. He's a veteran. He's been around here a few times. Uh, welcome back to the show, Sam. Thanks for calling, man. All right, glad to be on, buddy. Glad to be on. And uh, remind me again, are, are you in Minnesota? Where are you located at? So I'm actually in Dallas, Texas. I um, I'm, I'm actually at my at one of my bars right now. I'm the uh, uh, operations manager for a whole chain of uh, craft beer bars down here. But uh, my folks are actually from Winnipeg. Okay. Um, but I grew up mostly down here in Texas. I kind of just claimed Minnesota because it was close to Winnipeg when I was you know in high school or so. And you uh, you guys got me hooked. Nice. I can't, I can't let go anymore. So on all your bars, are you just infiltrating Vikings games? Then is that just an operational uh, manager's all the decision? Time. Uh, all the time, pretty much, and uh, it's pretty funny whenever the Cowboys lose, and I'm kind of like chuckling <laughs> in the background. And uh, I got one of my locations where you know I'll show up all in purple on game day, and uh, I actually had a question. Someone was like, they uh, emailed us online, and they were like, "Are you guys a Vikings bar? Because I always see a lot of Vikings fans there." I was like, uh, "Actually, no, but I mean, we could be. We could be. I mean, between me and a bunch of the regulars that always show up, uh, we're usually repping purple and screaming louder than anybody else." So. It is what it is. Well, nice, man. Appreciate you doing uh, some Vikings work down there in Texas. Uh, Bo, what's up with you, man? Welcome to Vikings Ventline. This is your first time. Glad to have you on. Uh, where are you calling from, and how long have you been a Vikings fan? Uh, I First-timer. 
I am calling from northern Wisconsin. Okay. So uh, I am in Packer country. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, the, the Packers were visiting the local high school. Uh, I thought about, you know, wrecking that party, but <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I, I listen to Purple Daily all the time at work. Um, it's primarily Packers fans. So I got to I just put my headphones on and all Vikings talk mm. all day. Well, you got uh, you got Sam down there in Texas, making sure all the uh, craft beer enthusiasts are are getting their purple on, and you're fighting the good fight too in Wisconsin with Packer fans. So you beat both you guys here are uh, you got your swords up, you got your guard up, and you're making sure that no matter where you're residing at, you're uh, you're making sure the Vikings are still number one. So I appreciate that. That's awesome, boys. Um, well, fellas, let's get into some topics here. Uh, I'm curious. I've asked a lot of Vikings fans uh, throughout this off season on Ventline what they like the most so far about the Vikings offseason. I know it's been a little quieter than normal, but um, Sam, I'll start with you. Uh, what if, what, is there one thing or anything in particular you really liked about the Vikings offseason thus far? So, yeah, it's funny that you made fun of my uh, Judd Zolgad hello because I also brought up the Judd Zolgad the notes. Pad for all the, talk, all the topics today. Um, my, I guess what I'm most impressed with uh, this offseason is actually not the moves that they've made, but the moves they've chosen not to make. Um, I mean, for the most part, you see a lot of teams right now that are like scrambling because they're so afraid of what's going on in their conference or what's going on in their division. I mean, you got teams like the chiefs that are running the tables on everybody and everyone's panicking. And I just see our boy, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, just laid back, relaxed, not panicking, not doing something crazy. Like, uh, oh, let's commit uh, $50 million a year fully guaranteed to Kirk for the next three years because we have to have a quarterback. Let's trade everything we have to go get this guy or that guy or making all these moves. He's kind of waiting it out and seeing how it goes. I mean, um, the, I have a question for you guys uh, off of this as well is, would you rather be in the Viking situation right now where we have flexibility, we have options, all the chips are on the table, we haven't pushed them in the pot yet, or would you rather be the Saints in Capel like we are they're now committed to Derek Carr and they don't really know if they love their coach. Uh, you could be like Washington where they have absolutely nothing good going on right now, other than maybe one or two good young players. Um, heck, would you like to be like the team here in town, uh, the Cowboys where they got a bunch of young solid players, but they have a ton of money tied up in a quarterback. Once again, a coach in the hot seat and just not a lot of flexibility and, and pieces to move around. They're pretty much stuck in, constantly always going in and and being all in every season i love the fact that we can maybe go all in this season maybe next season who knows but we are not panicking we're not signing anybody that isn't absolutely necessarily franchise perfect you know like mm -hmm. we're, we're gonna sign jefferson we're gonna sign uh, state of hawk and uh but other than that i like that we're not making rash decisions yeah, that's huge, man. I mean, you see a lot of teams that get a lot of cap space, and they just like to spend it, spend it, spend it. And then you had the Saints who, you know, you can make a case. The Saints cap situation before they made all the moves were a lot like the Vikings situation where they're they're in cap hell to a degree. They don't have a lot of flexibility. They maneuver money. They basically push their problem down the road, essentially, where they re-sign Derek Carr and whatnot. And, yeah, I mean, will, will the Saints be probably better than last year? Yeah, they probably should be a little bit better than last year. But how much better will they be in the NFC with with – um, them not really making substantial moves and make themselves stand out as legitimate contenders. Uh, the Cowboys, yeah, similar vein. Washington, I mean, that's a thank God this is not uh, Commanders Daily excited. I don't know if I could even do that pod seven days a week, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Uh, but you're, I, I, I love, I like your point, dude. They didn't, 
They didn't go all in yet. They could still go all in next year. They're kind of being very calm and calculated with what they want to do. And, yeah, I think that kind of screams what Quasio Dofamens is really all about. Uh, Bo, how about you, dude? What, what, what's something about this offseason that you really like the most from the Vikings? Honestly, uh, Sam pretty much hit the nail right there. That, like, stole my answer, word for word. Uh, let, I guess, as the kids would say, let Quasi cook, you know? Uh, he's... <laughs> Dealing, I, like, I hate, you know, you hate seeing the guy go, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you lost a step, man. Like, we can, it's, we will replace you. Everyone's, we've, we've got replacement players. We let all the top cap guys go, and I still think we'll contend. So, then you, then you get cap room on, the, on, you know, you're getting rid of cap. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even the Marcus Davenport signing, I mean, I think that might be the more highlight one because he's a pass rusher and you need as many pass rushers as you can in the NFL. They obviously lost at Area Smith to a trade to Cleveland. Um, Bo, is, do you think Marcus Davenport kind of has like this next big level to get to here? What did you kind of make of that signing? Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be a great replacement for Zedarius. Uh, you know, a lot of people bring up the fact that we only got two fifth rounders for him, but the guy only played half a season. Right. Uh, and how much cap room we saved on that is Quasey's uh, the man. Love that, too. Uh, Sam, did you like that move with Davenport coming in here and kind of replacing Zedarius, basically, to be a tag team partner with Daniil Hunter? I, I do like it, and uh, I feel like a lot of teams end up overpaying for that premier player. Uh, I mean, look at the Jalen Ramsey trade. Look at the Russell Wilson trade. Look at, I mean... Sometimes you you push all the chips in the middle for it to be a all-in move, but sometimes you can get really, really, really good players for very cheap on the DL. Um, you, what I'm interested to see is Quasey once again taking a pick that was a high draft pick, has a lot of value, but it's kind of got lost in the weeds. I mean, that's a guy who kind of got lost in the weeds of the Saints, and they've always had a good defense. They've had Cam Jordan. They've had other guys over there that have just wrecked havoc, and he was kind of – fallen down off of their kind of radar. So if we can we can win and, and, and not really have to give up much to get that and uh, end up paying about the same for a much younger player that has a lot more upside, this could end up failing. But it more than likely looks like it's going to end up being a solid, decent signing uh, where we now have a pass rusher that we will likely extend if he has does, a, does good. And it uh, won't be one of those contracts where we're paying 30 mil for a you know, a top three guy or God forbid paying 30 mil for a top 20 guy. Instead, we're paying a solid 15 to maybe 17 mil for a solid contributor that is going to get to a quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just think with Zedaria Smith yet yeah, uh, having a down season or down half season and not being able to commit to him long-term Davenport's younger, it just makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I think that's probably the one if they, if they have kind of a diamond in the rough there, that might be a, a great, He's to be honestly, yeah, bring back afterwards. And if it doesn't work out, uh, probably no harm, no foul. Uh, they won the North last year. The Vikings did, obviously. And now all of a sudden, everyone's buying Detroit Lions stock. So I, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I don't know how old you guys are. But uh, I can't remember an offseason where everyone's actually hyped about the Detroit Lions for, for legitimate reasons or maybe illegitimate reasons. Uh, but I'm curious. Do you guys think the Vikings are still the favorites to win the NFC North? Bo, or, uh, I know the Packers have now come down to earth, knock on wood, for a long time. That's obviously... My goal now that Aaron Rodgers is out of Green Bay. But are the Vikings uh, going to repeat as NFC North champions? Uh, yeah, um, we are. At, I'm actually kind of close to Michigan, too. So there's okay. a couple Lions fans and 
Yeah, you got to listen to them too now. But I don't know. I think as a division, all the teams, I think the Lions on paper and the Bears have gotten better. Packers, who knows? Who knows what's going on in there? But I think all the teams are kind of getting closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fan in me still believes that the Vikings, this is the Vikings division. Um, yeah, we might have got out, got won those close games last year to get to 13 wins, which might not be as doable, but I still think with Jefferson, Hawkinson, that, that offense, you add Addison, we got the power in the offense, Flores coming. Um, the Flores move, I think that's going to be very key to our defense. I was actually looking up. He's coached in the league 20 years, and one of those seasons – um, the team had a losing record, and that was his first year as head coach with the Dolphins. So he's he knows he's been around, been around winning organizations. He knows what it takes. He's been part of Super Bowl winning franchises. So I, I feel like he knows. Also, he had choices. He had choices of where he want, could go to coach, and he, he chose Minnesota. So I feel like there's kind of a connection there of like, hey, we got something here. I think I can turn the defense around. Think we can win the division so yeah both those teams vikings lions they have defensive issues that's what uh, you know i guess held them back from being legitimate contenders going into this season and can brian flores basically turn that around who has a really good defensive mind uh with miami and yeah he's he's been around the block a few times so he knows exactly what he's doing um and can he get more out of this defense and not to turn it into a top 10 defense i think that's unrealistic to expect but can it turn to a legitimate passable defense that's good at get after the quarterback or maybe it's really good at creating turnovers I think that's all you can ask for from that defense at this point with it being inexperienced and young and can some of these guys step up and is Flores the right guy to kind of mold these players compared to Ed Donatel from a year ago um, who obviously kind of failed miserably towards the end of it so yeah the even the uh, back to the offseason part of it you know Flores might even be the number one headline there that bringing in a former NFL coach that was one of the better defensive minds in the league. Can he help turn around this defense? And whether he bolts after a year, that's all good uh, if the Vikings defense takes a significant step forward. Uh, Sam, how about you, man? Uh, are, are the Vikings going to repeat as the NFC North champs? Are you buying this Lions stock? Are the Bears going to pop up out of nowhere? How do you kind of assess the pecking order right now in the NFC North? I mean, until proven otherwise, you guys have said it on the show before, um, until proven otherwise, it's it's the Vikings division to keep. The only the only thing that's going to prevent them prevent them from doing that is themselves. I mean, this roster is good. I mean, are we saying it's good enough to win a Super Bowl? Ah, remains to be seen. But the one thing we do know for certain, whether or not we got lucky last year or not, I mean, let's let's chalk up half of those, uh, you know, comeback victories to and, and split them 50-50 we're still winning the division by a game. Um, the Lions are the Lions. Um, we'll, everybody can buy all the stock they want, but when they lose their money in Vegas and they uh, and they come back to, to upset them and disappoint them, I mean, that's that's their problem, not ours. Uh, the Bears, in my opinion, I just don't think they've made very good offseason moves, paying lots of money to linebackers and non-key positions. Um, I think the only team that really, for certain, if you are a betting person that has – any continuity of consistency and like, Hey, look, they're not really going downhill. If anything, they're going to go up is the Vikings. Uh, but however, that's the thing with the NFC North, you never know what's going to happen. We do have a first place schedule. That's going to be brutal in some stretches, but 
if uh, if history also holds true, watch Jordan Love end up being the next you know heir apparent of the next Hall of Fame quarterback of the Packers. God forbid, but. Until proven otherwise, it's our division. And uh, honestly, I, I challenge any of those NFC North opponents to come try and take it from us. Yeah, it, it's definitely the most wide-open division just because there isn't a clear-cut runaway for sure. Um, as a Vikings fan, you, you'd kind of like to see the Packers just, just face some adversity for like the first time in 30 years that are significant really? of having un, unknown questions or unknown answers, I should say, at quarterback uh, with Jordan Love and you know, I, I'm I'm just trying not to buy too much into any hype that uh, he can turn into the next Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, uh, and the Packers might be the worst team in the NFC North. But yeah, you kind of have to wait and see. I don't think you can just cement them as that either. Uh, the Bears have built up a lot of free agents here. They're building around Justin Fields. It feels like this is the now or never year for Fields at quarterback. If he takes a significant step up, well, now all of a sudden the Bears could be dangerous for years to come. Uh, again, got to wait and see there. And the Lions, was that a pop-up or was that a sustained you know, kind of level of success for them with Dan Campbell and obviously Jared Goff being a good uh, puppet in that offense too. There's a lot of just unanswered questions in the NFC North, and the Vikings might have the most stable roster and situation, but yeah, first place schedule is going to be brutal. They're going to have to go on the road more than they did last year, and there's a lot of questions, but I think it probably goes down to maybe a 10-win team. One double-digit win team probably comes out of that division, and I don't even know if there'll be a wild card out of it either. Uh, It's going to be kind of a you know, the old school black and blue, as they used to call the NFC Central, it's going to look a lot like that, I think, as well. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed and how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Um, We've been kicking around this idea on Purple Daily. You guys have probably been listening uh, over the last few days. Uh, If you could take a former Vikings legend in their prime and put him on this year's team, who would it be? I mean, I I gave one of Steve Hutchinson, but that that was just one answer, and that was just because I thought the offensive line could use a Steve Hutchinson and uh, plugged into it. Uh, Bo, how about you, man? When you, when you think of all the great Vikings players you've seen uh, in your lifetime, you could take one of them, put them in their, from their prime and on this 2023 team, who would it be? So the reason I became a fan was back in 98. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm living in Wisconsin. It's Packer country. Everyone loves Brett Favre. And then this guy comes along called Randy Moss. Um, I don't think people realize today how really phenomenal this Randy Moss was. I mean, I just remember watching him and like quarterbacks were legit, just lobbing the ball downfield to him and he's doing what they call mossing now. So I feel like you put Moss on this offense. I don't care who, who's that quarterback. I mean, you could put Jaron Hall at quarterback. They're going to look good. You got 
Moss on one end of the field and you got JJ on the other with Hawkinson in the middle. Like it's kind of just a lot to think about. Now I know the defense, like I listened to the past podcast with, with Judd's reasoning and like, I know, I know the defense needs some help, but like try to outscore us. That's, that's, that's all I got. I got to go Randy Moss. I thought of other ones, but. There's a there there's a ton of them that you could honestly go down and yeah Moss has changed the game to your point. Um, I came in I don't remember '98 I was probably five six years old I wasn't conscious enough to really take in all the Viking stuff back then but I do remember him in his prime here in purple and obviously I remember him in his prime post Vikings career too and yeah you could it was it was video game stuff you just you know you click the button throw a bomb and he was gonna catch it whether on the video game or in real life that's how kind of nuts it was to watch him play uh, week in and week out and. Yeah, I mean, he changed the entire position. So I, I think Randy Moss is probably the default answer to a lot of fans. Sam, I don't know if that was your answer, but uh, what who who is someone else maybe from Vikings Prime that you wanted to take and see him play in 2023 with this team? So this was one that I put a lot of thought into, and it's because I've we've been having this. Uh, it's been all over Twitter and, and Facebook, and uh, I've seen uh, they. That Sam Munson, whatever his name is from yeah. PFF, put up the thing, and he took every division and said, well, "What happens if we added, uh, you know, Shannon Sharp to the Broncos or whatever it is?" But what I looked at when I thought about this question is wins over replacement for every position. If you want to make this team win the Super Bowl this year, um, sure, we could take a C plus or B minus player and turn them into an A plus, but. I went down the roster and I looked at the all-time greats of the Vikings and I said, okay, what's our worst position group and who are the all-time great players of our franchise? And then I went back and I looked at the past six Super Bowl winners and they all had one glaring similarity. An all-pro, game-changing, game-wrecking, fear-of-God defensive tackle. Uh, Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones again, the tandem of Vita Vea and uh, Duncan Sue, uh, the Patriots with Lawrence Guy and that defensive front. And then, of course, the Eagles, who won a Super Bowl and also went to one with Fletcher Cox. Um, give me Alan Page all day long. And I know, oh, well, that defense might not fit, but it's Brian Flores. And I love the fact that it's when he said, uh, are you going to run a 3-4 or 4-3? Who are we playing? Right. And I'll tell you right now, Alan Page would be able to move all over that defensive front. And at this day and age, we have an offense. We do. I mean, is it top five? We'll see. We have Kevin O'Connell in year two. We have Kirk in year two. But the one thing that I do know for a fact is if you have a game-changing top three D-tackle, D-line, that's a Super Bowl team right there. That is a that is a serious contender. Yeah, Page is a legend, and, you know, he wasn't the same. Uh, uh, the player I'm about to talk about is not the same, but, like, you know, Kevin Williams, the Williams volume with Pat, um, you know, both those guys were not just run stuff in – uh, uh, football players, they were also really good at getting after the quarterback and causing pressure. They could do just about anything. It's not a sexy position, right? Nose tackle, defensive tackle, it's it's not going to rack up a lot of statistics necessarily or be the highlight reel or even sell a lot of the jerseys, but it's incredibly integral to your, you know, to your point there of all the past Super Bowl winners have had really, really good defensive tackles, nose tackles, and it feels like ever since uh, post-Linval and peak Linval, they've kind of just had or revolving door, you know, Phillips is Harrison Phillips is a fine player, but he's certainly not an all pro or pro bowl kind of type of guy. Um, yeah. Page would be sweet. I think Pat Williams, Kevin Williams could be, uh, could be really awesome too. There's a lot of good options uh, from Vikings uh, previous years that could have for sure worked uh, in, and on this year's team too, and it made them a lot better. 
Uh, boys, before we wrap up here on Vikings Ventline, uh, any last takes? Anyone you want to shout out, Bo? Is there any uh, any last takes or anyone you want to shout out here before we uh, wrap? Uh, I guess I, I'm i going to send this podcast to uh, everyone at work nice. and all, all family members. So I, I want to just give a shout out to all those Packer fans out there and just <laughs> – May the, may the 2023 season be the best ever, and I, if you get last place, I'm sorry, but it's been a long time coming. Amen. Uh, Sam, how about you, man? Any last takes? Any shout-outs you want to give? I just uh, I got to take and a shout-out. I just hope for love of God this team stops playing F-A-W-F-T, <laughs> whatever it is, S-A-W-F-T, soft. Um we can be as fancy as, fancy as we want. We can have as much flash as we want. But uh, those teams that I watched in the Super Bowl, those guys had units of human beings that played aggressive and tough and mean. And I want my D-line to start playing mean again. Mean, mean, mean. But I want to shout out my awesome fiance for putting up with uh, not just me, but you guys because uh, – <laughs> You guys are either on speaker or you're in my AirPod or you're in my car everywhere I go every single day. And I, uh, she's sick of it, uh, but she loves it. She's uh, She was honestly more excited that I was going on this show than I was because uh, she lo- knows how much I enjoy watching your show. And uh, um, just appreciate y'all having content every day and making making me love sports even more than I already do. But thank you, hun, for putting up with me. Yeah, shout out to all the fiancés, wives, girlfriends, you know, boyfriends, whatever the heck it is, uh, husbands that all listen to Purple Daily because uh, you're all now entangled uh, in, in all of our livelihoods as well. So they're just as much as part of this show as uh, all the fans and listeners are. So we appreciate them uh, too. Boys, thanks for coming on Vikings Ventline. Appreciate it. Uh, if anyone wants to come on a future episode that's consuming this at the end, hit me up. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to as many Vikings fans as possible. We'll rock this show uh, throughout the entire offseason. And, of course, the regular form will return uh, during the Vikings season as well. So hit that subscribe button daily. Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. We'll be back tomorrow.